Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast live pick'em show. Max, how you doing today, my brother? I'm doing good, Juan. I'm doing very good. I actually fixed the records. I did my math right this week, so we're, we're good. I'm feeling very Hey, good. hey, one win at a time, baby. That's all you need, one game at a time. You got I bailed up out, by one game. I was so close. Mariota effed me. Imagine if I would have hit those Thanksgiving games. I would imagine if I would have hit like any of the close games I almost had, right? Hey man, I've been getting fucked like that all year. Okay. So welcome to my fucking world. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, if you guys are new to the channel, go and hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Greatly appreciate it. And um, welcome anyone who's in the live chat. Uh, welcome you guys who are watching this after the fact the after recording of this we appreciate you guys too uh max before we get started in the show which is going to be a jam-packed show i mean we got matchups for days man it seems like probably like seven consecutive weeks in a row we have just struggled to find a game between two winning teams it seems like and part of that is a lot of a lot of talented teams in the league are just doing bad this year they're not necessarily like horrible teams, though. Like, it's just weird. Like, the Jets and the Giants are winning teams this year. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah, and you got teams <laughs> like the Colts. They're bad. Pittsburgh, for the first time in what seems like two decades, are bad. And I was looking yeah. at the draft odds. There's like four teams bundled up with three wins, right? Like, ten teams bundled up between three and four wins. So, the draft order is alive and well. It just seems like the number one pick is solidified by Houston Texans. <laughs> Who's going to get their only mention of the pod? That's for sure. And uh, speaking of bad teams, Max, look, I remember you were telling me to vlog in Denver. I absolutely did vlog in Denver. I got done with the vlog today and um, it's like a three minute video. Um, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to play it on StreamYard. It's going to be real choppy. It's probably going to be weird. I don't know how it's going to go. I will post it on our YouTube uh, channel. To have it in like 1080p and like real smooth, like, but um, I wanted to give the audience and you, Max, a sneak preview of it if they're watching our show. So, uh, here you guys go. Did they, have, did they have one for Pat? <laughs> Speaking of the devil. Found it so weird right here because Josh Jacobs was fielding punts in pregame. Really? So I decided to record it. Yeah. How'd he do? It was weird. He was doing pretty well. He didn't drop any. I this is late see. into the game. This I is late see. into the game. Yeah, this these these were ours. I'd be telling you guys one thread it out, but no one wants to believe me. <laughs> this is absolutely so this is the stadium tour. Yeah. So this is actually oh, okay. inside the this is the Denver Hall of Fame. And then, like, inside the stadium, actually. You'll see when I get inside the locker room. Did you have to pay to do the stadium tour? Yeah. Was it well worth it, though? Yeah, it was pretty. And it wasn't that much. I think it was only, like, like 60 bucks or something. It wasn't that much. Oh, you have a little hardwood? Okay. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Wow. That one of the boxes. Oh, that's, yeah, those are one of the suites. That's Old Mile High. This is where all the media members watch the game. That's still one of the suites. A lot of this is suites.
this is the actual locker room right here. I thought this was pretty dope. Look how look look at the bathtubs that they have for the visitors, Max, when we get there. Look how small these things are and how old they are. They said that they're from the old mile high. Fucking assholes. <laughs> what? That's funny. They got a beautiful stadium and they just they're fielding a dog shit team. <laughs> Had to throw that in for good measure right there at the end. That was right. good. I liked it. I, I thought so you there you guys go. You were gonna There's... be like, hey, we out here in the fucking rib line. No, I mean <laughs> Nah, I when you said vlog in my head, I was just gonna get little clips like that, little things like throughout the the thing. I mean, I can do a different type of vlog next time if I do go to a game, but uh, it was fun, dude. It was fun. Um, I think probably the most the most favorite part besides the actual game in those clips was honestly walking through the visitors' locker room. Cause it was literally a day after they were there. So it was just cool to see like the visitors locker room at the time and shit, but it was cool. But uh, I'll be posting that on our channel. Uh, if you guys want to watch it more smooth, I know like it's hard with StreamYard and stuff and it was cutting in and out, but um, there you guys go. Did you like it, Max? I did. I, I thought it was funny. I was just, I just wanted to see like you like, screwing with the with the media out on the media with just the people out there like <laughs> sucks. Like, that's the one i'm used to you know like you gotta go to my brother for those man my brother has a lot of good videos like that i think he has like a picture of him like flipping off like the 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 fans and shit and he, he has the stadium right behind him and shit so that's probably like more of his content but um yeah i just wanted to do something like that more like it was good though I, the, the bathtubs are interesting the and uh, why would they bring it over you know they're only a billion dollar team you can got old bathtubs well i mean they do it on purpose you oh know, yeah yeah one of, one of the things because like this the tour guy i was telling him i was like this is probably nowhere close to how they treated the lakers in boston the oh no boston yeah. garden used to treat away teams like absolute dog shit yeah, like sure it was hot, correct plumbing, like like yes. scathing hot, freezing yep. cold. Yep, that and like they put the heater on on purpose, which the finals are done during the summer. Yeah, so I can only imagine how hot it got in those locker rooms. But um, yeah, just a little history for you guys. Okay, look, we got a bunch of matchups this week. Uh, let's start with the Bills and Patriots. Little nice divisional game. Get us warmed up with some matchup talk. Bills are eight and three. Patriots are six and five. Betting info for this one. The Patriots are five point underdogs in this Correct. one. I'm sorry. I forgot to put the plus sign right there. And then the money line is Buffalo minus 235. New England is plus 192. The over under is 43 and a half points. Injuries for the Bills. Gregory Russo, doubtful. Mitch Morris and Tremaine Edmonds are both questionable. And on the Patriots side, Damian Harris, who got hurt again in last week's game, he's doubtful with a thigh injury. And Isaiah Wynn and Jalen Mills, shout out to Jalen Mills, former Eagle, they are both questionable. It, it's worth noting, one, Josh Allen's elbow is banged up, but he's going to play. <laughs> it's just worth noting. Yeah, they, I pretty sure he's going to be on the injury list every every week yeah, for the rest know, of the I, year. I feel like there's like this connotation <laughs> around him right now that like he's not having a good time or I mean the Bills have just been in some tough games and he's in pain. What do you want him to be like? Oh fucking willy-nilly like oh yeah this is awesome. I love being hurt. At the end of the day like yeah his accuracy is a little bit off but I attest that to the injury but at the end of the day he's still making like plays only Josh Allen can make. Yeah. That 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 throw that he it's had stuff on digs. It was like wow on a rope on an absolute rope and <sighs> I, I would say this max i know in the beginning of the year we're saying like there's two quarterbacks elite on the elite level 
in the in the NFL, and it's not close. Like it's Josh Allen and and Patrick Mahomes and everyone else. I honestly think from the way that things have been playing this year, unfortunately, because of injury, that could be a reason. But Josh Allen has just made a little bit too many mistakes to be in that tier right now. I know maybe when he's all healthy, he can he can get back in there. He's not that far removed, but right now I think Patrick Mahomes is playing on another level than any other quarterback. He is by far the best quarterback in the league. I I don't necessarily believe that believe that one. I think he's playing the best right now, but I don't think he is the best quarterback in the league. I still well, that's what I'm saying. He's playing the best. He's playing the the best. best Yeah, he's playing the best. But you know, I always take I always look at quarterbacks. You know, you just can't look at them like they're their own one man band. And I still feel like Josh Allen has to be the one man band, where the Chiefs just seem like they find Pachenko, they just signed Melvin Gordon, which I don't agree with the move because it's going to hurt you in the long run. <coughs> but the Chiefs seem to always have weapons in one. The Bills, they got Stephon Diggs, and I think Gabe Davis. We were talking about doing a video about him, but I'm kind of glad we didn't because I think he's a tad overrated. He's a tad overrated. I don't think he's a really good receiver i think he's a good one he's like a number three who's in a numbers two body and they're gonna need to win this game against the patriots to keep pace with the dolphins they this is a must win for the bills it is a must win for the bills and i don't think like i i semi agree with you with the whole quarterback thing i get what you're saying I just don't think that applies to Josh Allen all that much. Like he has one of the best receivers in the game. Dawson Knox is good. Their offensive line is good. He has one of the best well-coached defenses on his team. Like I get it at times. He looks like he's doing a lot, but I just feel like that's him. Like he takes that upon himself to go run for first downs and Devin Singletary, like, he's good for what they do i feel like like everyone shits on the guy but he consistently makes plays for them it seems like every single game this year like i get it's not the pitch perfect offense they're not the fucking show best show on turf they don't have that kind of talent but he has more than enough talent when you throw in a top three potential best receiver in the league he has plenty of weapons around him I, to me, this is my opinion. The Chiefs' weapons are on a different playing field than the Bills. Yeah, Diggs is what? really good. I, I think as a group, as a whole, totality, what they can do, I think the Chiefs' weapons are better than the Bills, and it's not close. I can't, I can't go on a board on that. I, I think the Chiefs' weapons, like, you, you, you throw out Travis Kelsey, like, they're so – they're not even dependable. Like, do you trust Juju that much? Do you trust Mar- Marcus Val- Valdez Scantley? Like I, I feel like it's so different. I really I trust them to do their roles. That's what they are. They are all there for a role. Yeah, they might not have the all around game that a Gabe Davis does, but what they do in their roles and how they're utilized, I trust that more than Gabe Davis, who will have 110 yards one game, and then you won't hear from him for two weeks. Yeah, I I would say this. I don't look at Juju and MVS any different. Then I looked at Pringle and Demarcus Robinson a couple years ago. Like well, I, they just, I think that you're a hate. That's I totally disagree. They are a different level of talent than those two guys. It's 15, my boy. It's 15. But I'm going with number uh 17. What number? Yeah, it's number 17, dog. And it looks like you are too. They gotta get a win. It's a divisional opponent. They whooped the Patriots ass last year a bunch of times. They're playing in New England. I think Stephon Diggs is gonna take on the challenge with Jack Jones or whatever Jones is covering them this game. Bills 28, Patriots 20. So I agree with you that the Bills are gonna win this game, but let's can you give me a reason why the Pats are gonna lose? Like why you don't have faith in the Pats? Just because we can talk about them a little bit. Yeah. Look, I, I think Mac Jones is untrustworthy. Uh they're their offense. You don't think just, he played well on Thanksgiving? Not well enough. I don't think he made enough throws. The offensive line gave him doubts at times, like didn't give him a chance at times with the pressure in his face. But I, I just don't trust them, man. And their defense, yeah, I thought they were elite, but I don't think they're on a level where like they can win games single handedly. They still need an offense that can put up some points. And they make too many mistakes as a team. Like Bill Belichick teams in the past will be good with penalties. Like they commit way too many penalties at the absolute worst times. 
it, it seems to me that they're missing some difference maker on defense, whether that be a linebacker or really a pass rusher. Don't get me wrong. Uche is having a hell of a year. Judon's good. But no one on that defense really, in my opinion, strikes fear into your heart. It's really – it starts with the corners. That's yeah. that's all it really it is. And I like Jacques Jones, but, I mean, come on, he's not the level that Gilly Lock was for them. No, not at that player level. of the year. Yeah. He could – He's growing young players, man. They're super young on the defensive side. Uh, let's go ahead and move to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who lost to the Colts on Monday Night Football. Excuse me, no, they won, won on Monday Night we Football. We picked them. Sorry, we picked the Colts. My bad. My bad. Yeah, the Steelers got a win. They're four and seven, playing the Atlanta Falcons, the weirdest team in the NFL, who you cannot predict. I went back and forth with this goddamn game. I didn't know who to fucking go with. Um, betting info for this one. I think Vegas agrees with me. It's Pittsburgh minus one somehow. They're just like, I don't know. We'll go with Mike Tomlin, I guess. Money line, Pittsburgh is minus 115. This is not a mistake. This is not (laughs) a mistake. This is is what I saw. (laughs) The over-under is 53 points. That is a lot of points. I think it's because there's no defense, man. Um, But I I also don't look at these offenses like, ooh, watch out. They're going to just put up points in bunches. Najee Harris and Miles Boykin, they're both hurt. They're going to be questionable for this one. Atlanta Falcons side, Kyle Pitts, Taquan Graham, both on IR, and Chuma Odoga is questionable with a knee injury. Look, man, uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Why? I I don't trust Pittsburgh. I, I think, like, Indy was a mess. Like, the whole timeout sting at the end of the game, I think, killed them. Matt Ryan continues to just have a weird season where all of a sudden he has wheels on his fucking legs and he can move, but he still throws the weirdest interceptions and and at the worst times Um, it's JT or nothing for them. So I don't take much into that Pittsburgh win. I'm rolling with Atlanta. Give me Atlanta, dude. It's going to be a close game and they're probably going to win this game really weird. (laughs) I mean, Atlanta was on the, door like knocking on the door of scoring a touchdown and winning the game against Washington who everyone kind of thinks is a good team Atlanta had that game before Marcus Mariota did a Marcus Mariota thing and threw an untimely pick I'm going with Atlanta third week in a row I have faith in C flash P little Drake London we'll see if he can get involved because he's a guy I'm just looking like man you're in quarterback hell you're in quarterback hell but I think Atlanta's run game Arthur Brown coaches them well their defense is stingy and they got to get one or two turnovers on uh Kenny. Yeah. Drake London started off hot, man, but he has dwindled down. It's just this... their passing offense is anemic. It's so bad. It's it's literally like last year the like Giants won their run game. It's like you could have Eric Dickerson back there. There's nowhere to run the ball. They're getting destroyed. And they, it, I don't know if it's a concept thing one because I see Drake London get open. I see Kyle Pitts get open. The ball just never gets thrown their way. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Packers and Bears. Let's go. This game might be exciting. <laughs> um, probably not, man. Uh, let's go to the betting info for this one. Green Bay is three-point favorites. Why? It's probably because if Rodgers plays, uh, he owns the Bears, literally. Let's go to the injuries. Aaron Rodgers is questionable, and Darnell Savage is questionable. Rodgers with that rib injury, he gets that finger thing going on. So let's see if we can see Jordan Love in this one. And on the bear side, Justin Fields, their starting quarterback questionable with a shoulder injury. Darnell Mooney, he's out for the year with an ankle injury. And Eddie Jackson, he's questionable also with a no, foot injury. No, he's on IR. Eddie Jackson got upgraded to IR. He's out for the rest of the year. Well, he's done. So there you go for injury. So we don't know who we're going to see. We, we might wind up seeing the backup for the Bears and the Packers in this one. I think that's a funner game. To be honest, Jordan Love. It might Justin, be. If it's Justin Fields, Jordan Love versus Justin Fields. Hey, yeah. if this is Jordan Love time, and I think that's the most interesting angle because this was a guy Juan really liked coming out. I was not yeah. as high on him. And whether you want to say he's a bust and all this, the truth of the matter is, Juan, he has two starts under his belt. Three, three starts. How, how do you judge a guy of three starts? No. One of them was really bad against the Chiefs. I remember but they wasn't couldn't that even like score. Spur of the moment, like he just kind of was an emergency start. And yeah, it was this, the COVID year. This offseason, or this preseason, he looked like a different guy. Yeah. So if this is his time. 
we'll we'll see, dude. Horns, huh? We'll see. I I have not liked what I've seen from Jordan Love in his pro career. Uh, I seen light at the end of the tunnel with his college tape, um, with the little bit that we had. But uh, I'm gonna go with Green Bay. I think they have more talent than the Bears right now. The Bears are young. It's Justin Fields or bust. Like, if the Bears play Justin Fields in this game, I would not understand it. Like, why would you play him? I think he showed more than enough this year on why he should be considered for the future starting franchise quarterback. Don't play him. Go ahead and play this game and you lose whatever it is, what it is. Uh, Packers, man, 20 to 17. Packers, 23, 22. It'll be a close game if it's backups. I think it'll be a close game regardless at this point. Yeah. Uh, Jags and Lions, four and seven Jags against the four and seven Lions. This is going to be a fun one, dude. And it's a one point spread with the Lions being the favorites. Money line is Jacksonville minus 105 and Detroit is minus 115. Over under is 51 and a half points. Injuries on the Jags side. Travis Etienne, foot injury. He's questionable. He got hurt early in the game last it, week. It's a foot sprain and normally one. You wouldn't be concerned, but for a guy who missed his whole year because of a foot injury, this scares you, right? It scares you a little bit, but I think he's fine. If you watched that game last week, he was on the sidelines. He had his pads on. He was walking around. He was in good spirits. I think it was just more of a cautionary thing for the team. But I'm just not saying to play him. four and seven, don't you still go with the cautionary approach? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think Hasty gets a little bit more involved in this one, but I think he's fine. I don't think nothing's wrong with him, seriously. And um, on the Lions side, Jonah Jackson, Jeff Okuda, and Julian Okarara are all questionable. Okay? Look, you can't be wrong with either of these picks. They're both teams that fight very hard. They've lost a lot of close games this year. They've looked really good at times. They look really bad at times. I'm going to go with the Lions, man. I like what I seen last week on Thanksgiving. Their defense looked like they had a pep in their step. I like what they got going with the whole DeAndre Swift, Armand St. Brown, and Jamal Williams aspect. Um, give me golf. Give me golf, especially at home. They play good at home. 31-30 Lions. I'm going with the Jags one. I like what I saw at the end of the game with Trevor Lawrence. It seems like that was the best. Let me rephrase. That was the best start yeah. of his of his life in the NFL. I think they're going to use that to springboard and get some success. And this Jags team has a lot of, like you like to say, one has a lot of good things about it. They move the ball. They just can't score. They do bad crap at wrong times. And for the Lions, I just think there's a talent discrepancy between them. And I think this is going to be a surprisingly fun game to watch. <clears throat> yeah, like if I was going to rate really this fun. game, I'd be like, it's an eight. And maybe yeah. we should start doing that one. Rate the game this scale is of one to ten. This is basically going to be constantly on red zone because it's going to be a lot of scoring, I think so a lot too, of crazy right? things. So yeah. where would it be in you for one out of ten, like watching, like watchableness? I was going to be an eight. I wouldn't yeah, mind watching this. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I uh, le- let's go to the Vikings. who are hosting the seven and four New York Jets. Vikings coming in at nine and two. Vikings are three point favorites. Over under is forty five and a half points. Injuries for the Jets, Michael Carter, questionable. Ashton Davis and Sheldon Rankins are both questionable also. And injuries on the Viking side, Christian Darisaw, still questionable. Zadarius Smith and Andre Brute, Andrew Booth, excuse me, both questionable. It looks like another swing game for us, man. It looks like we're disagreeing. Um, I'm going to be rolling with the Jets, man. I'm going with Mike White to tear up that Vikings defense. I know week after week I've been saying the Vikings are phony. I don't trust in them all that much. But honestly, I feel like from a matchup standpoint, they do not match up well with the Jets. They're not going to be able to get the Dalvin Cook game going with the run game. The Jets are going to stop all that shit. And I'm so eager to see. I'm going to watch this game twice. I'm going to try to watch it as much as possible in the morning because of Justin Jefferson against Sauce Gardner when they do match up. And I want to see the all 22 film after the fact to see what happened because that matchup is going to be great. One, I'm I'm not buying the Mike White stuff. That's why I picked the Vikings in this game. Look, last year he had his coming out party against the Bengals. He went 37 for 45, 400 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. What did he do the next week? 20 for 32. They got whacked 54-13. 
he throws two picks <laughs> against the Patriots. I don't believe in Mike White. Everyone's talking about he's such a franchise guy. Look at his fucking stats. Mr. White. Mr. White. He's got stats. Richard Sherman was like, oh, yeah, look at I'm just a stats guy. What yeah. a fucking stats. He's won one fuck two fucking games. One was against the shit Bears. Like the Vikings yeah. are a good team. Like, let's pump the fucking brakes. We're so quick to write off Zach Wilson. We're so quick to anoint Mike White. If you're writing mm. off Zach Wilson because of all the off the field shit and the characteristics, go for it. Mm. They were five and two with them. Yeah, but uh and it trust I'm me, going... it wasn't the greatest show on turf. I agree with you. There was problems <laughs> there, but this is the second pick in the draft. He has a lot of talent. He could have easily put up. I think he could have put up some big numbers against the Bears. But at the end of the day, I do not trust Mike White going with the Vikings 27-20. Vikings, you're your number one team one in the NFC North, and you don't want to pick them. I ain't picking them, dog. I ain't buying it. 26-24 New York football Jets. That's the Giants, excuse me. The New York Jets, all right? Gang green. Gang, gang, gang. How would you, how would you right? rate this game 1 to 10 on the watchable scale? I'm going to go with a 10. Uh, I'm so fascinated with the Sauce Gardner and Justin Jefferson when they line up. I'm so excited. Look, I was talking to Joey about this. I don't know if you were in the uh, Xbox party when we were talking about it. I think Sauce Gardner has been playing absolute lights out this year. Like, so lights out that he's the best corner in the league. Like, that's how good he's been. And to see him against Manu Imano on the best on the best with Justin Jefferson... I'm excited to see. I know he's not going to travel with him, but when they do line up against each other, I'm so excited what what I'm going to see. I, I would say this one. He's definitely been one of the better cornerbacks. I would say somewhere in the top five. But I feel like this is a very weird year for corners where you can literally make the case for five being the best ones. Like you, there's no like consensus right now. Like it wasn't Jalen Ramsey from like two years ago or a year ago. Like it, there seems to be like kind of a vacuum up for grabs for the best corner in the league. Do you agree? I think the only reason why it's like that with Sauce Garner is because he's a rookie, so nobody yeah, wants to crown him right away. Well, I don't really think he is, to be honest. That's just me. I completely disagree. I think he. Yeah, Max is Max is a been, fucking hater, guys. He said he's top he's five, been, but he didn't say he's the best one. So no, I guess no, no, I'm no, no. I just, I just think no one wants to crown him as the number one because he's a rookie. It's too early. Like no one wants to crown the guy, and I get it. I get it. But as far as it goes for corners. I think he's number one, close number two. I think it's still Jalen Ramsey, but he has been absolutely insanely good, man. Sauce Gardner, press corner, off coverage, zone coverage, man coverage, you fucking name it. He's been so freaking good, dude. So I'm excited to see that matchup. I am too. Let's let's stay in New York, though, one. Let's keep with the New York theme. Let's go with the New York Giants. This New York football Giants, seven and four, coming off that loss in Thanksgiving. The Washington Commanders, who are quietly over 500, they're seven and five. Where the hell has this team gone? Because no thanks to us, we didn't talk about them last week. We had a condensed episode. I kind of regret it looking back at it. Because they have been quietly just winning football games with Taylor freaking Heineke, bro. And this was a team that Ron Rivera was crying and shit about Carson Wentz. Like, oh, we I thought they were a disaster at, at the times. Pre, the, pre, the preseason stuff with the COVID vaccinations and guys aren't doing their jobs. They're I'll disrespecting Sean Taylor with oh, his that, freaking they, statue? No, they did. They did that. They, did, <laughs> they continued to disgrace his legacy. And with all that said, they're favored by two and a half points, man, in New York. Injuries on Washington's side. Chase Young, probable. Ben St. Juiced, he's questionable. And Trey Turner, he's questionable. Giant side of injuries. Evan Neal, questionable. And Fabian Monroe, the cornerback, he is questionable. And Daniel Bellinger has an eye injury. He's probable. Yeah, he's been out for about six weeks when he got poked in the eye in Jacksonville. One, this is a game where I look at Washington like a fire. And Chase Young has a chance to be a humongous just bucket of gasoline to this fire. If he's anything like his rookie year, he's going to just take this defense to another level. It makes them really scary. Because we'll be, let's be real, one, last year, he kind of got off to a really slow start as a sophomore. And it wasn't just the injuries. It was like, what happened to Chase Young? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. So if he comes back, and that, that's why I'm picking Washington this week, and it's not that I think the Giants are a bad team, and I don't want people to say they were 
you know, they're finally showing their true colors. They're seven to five. You know, they've dealt with a lot of injuries. One, they lost Evan Neal. They've lost corners, pass rushers. Like it's just, it hasn't been the peachy year it has been. Yeah, I think the jig is up with the Giants. I think um, they they're really lacking a playmaker on the outside first and foremost. I think like Odell Beckham signing will be so big for them. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds. Yeah, I mean the Kadarius Tony thing's a complete whiff. Looking back at yeah. it. Exactly. And um, I'm rolling with Washington too, 29 to 28. I think it's going to be a close game because the Giants still have a great defense. And at the end of the day, like, I know it sounds like a good story, but are we ready to go all in on Washington? Like, well, I wouldn't I, be I surprised would if they lose. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if New York won. It's not shocking yeah. to me. Yeah. But they're going to need a big game from Saquon. And I don't know if they can block well enough up front to get that. Yeah. And I think one of the greatest investments for Washington that's going to always have them as a just a headache to deal with for years was drafting that defensive line. Even when they lost Chase Young, they still got Montez Sweat, Allen, and De'Ron Payne. Like those three guys, that defensive line is the nucleus. It's the heart of that team. And you're always going to be able to compete with a defensive line like that, man. Regardless. And the crazy thing is, guys like Deron Payne, they haven't even been as good as I ever thought they would, but they're still freaking good. Like Montez Sweat, <laughs> I, mean, I want to say, is having a great year. And Jonathan Allen just quietly is such a good player. Yeah. Uh, I don't know I don't know who's the one who tipped the ball in the air. It was either it was Payne Deron or Payne. Allen. It was Deron yeah, Payne. Yeah, Deron Payne. Like, no one, no one looks at that. They're just he like, just oh, seems to be like the, the unsung game. hero. He probably just does all the dirty work and never gets his name called. Yeah. But uh, definitely like Washington's D-line. Let's see. We can go for Heineke for another week, man. This is like a uh, super watchable game. I'd put this one at a 10. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Philadelphia Eagles. 10-1 and one, facing the 7-4 and four Titans. Another winning team against a winning team, man. Like we said, it is stacked this week with matchups. With just good team matched up against good team, man. Philly minus 5. For the spread over under is 44 and a half points. Tennessee, injury wise, Danico Autry, he's out with a knee injury. Kyle Phillips, he's on IR. And Ben Jones, the center, has a concussion. He is questionable. Injuries on the Philadelphia Eagles side. Jordan Davis, he's probable with that ankle injury. He's looking to get back. Dallas Goddard, he is still out with that shoulder. And Gardner Johnson, the safety slash corner, he has he's a kidney. Out. He's out. For he's out with a three weeks a, lacerated kidney. Wow, not a That's crazy, not a fun injury, I would say. Okay, so Philly might get Jordan Davis back. Titans That'd are really huge, tough because you got to shut this run game down. And don't get me wrong, Linval Joseph and um, and Dominican Sue are all fun in games, but Jordan Davis is a different animal when it comes to running the ball, They're stopping yeah. the run game. That is exactly. But um, when I when I was looking at this game. I said, okay, what kind of brand are the Titans going to play? They're going to play an ugly game. They're going to want to run the football, slow it down. And what are they going to make Jalen Hurts do? Probably hand off the ball. And if I'm the Eagles, I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and beat you guys with our great offensive line. We can run the ball all fucking night if we have I, to. I am a little afraid one because it's Rabel and you know Rabel comes up with good game plans he's not a bad yeah. coach it seemed like Matt LaFleur didn't get the memo that Jalen Hurts was fast because they were just like please mm-hmm. run for 100 yards in the first quarter please yeah terrible 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 game plan by uh, LaFleur but um, I'm rolling with the Philadelphia Eagles man I don't think it's going to be a big Jalen Hurts game but I like my chances with the run game. I like Jordan Davis probably coming back for you guys. And um, Philly's on a roll, man. Philly's on an absolute roll. Philly, Philly, 28-24. Philly, Philly, 30-17. to 11-1. and one. I think it's a lock, man, for you guys to get that top spot. Well, you can only okay. go. <laughs> Next matchup was not so good. You know, I didn't even uh, put it. I was like, we're skipping this because, you know, <laughs> Russell Wilson can't even get his own teammates to show up to his birthday party. Oh, and my goodness. We're hearing the stories, one, like, oh, you know, here's the spread. You know, yeah. they suck. They're hurt, whatever. All, both teams are hurt. Here it all is. We've yeah. already we've heard the stories, one. 
Russell Wilson's lost some people in the locker room. Guys are not coming to his birthday. This is like <laughs> reaching a new level of just like, how do we shit on Russell Wilson? Patrick, uh, no, oh, sorry. This is a different quarterback, but just people are talking so bad about him. Like, he's a cancer almost. Yeah. Look, I I don't trust the Ravens, but you got to give it to them when they're playing the Denver Broncos because the Broncos just find ways to lose. You, you can't trust the Ravens, but they've been up double digits in every game this year. So they clearly have some things they're doing right. <laughs> Look, yes, they're winning games, Max, but I don't think it's sustainable. And I, I don't think they're going to win their division. It has nothing to do with Lamar. Lamar's playing fantastic. And if you want to talk about quarterbacks that do a lot for their team, look at Lamar Jackson. Fuck Josh Allen. Forget Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Look what Lamar Jackson's dealing with. Probably out of all the winning teams right now besides maybe not. Nah, probably, yeah. every Probably every winning team right now with a winning record. Lamar. The, the only starting quarterback who has the worst supporting cast around him by far. True. Daniel Jones has a better one. Shit, you can say Mike White slash Zach Wilson has a better one. The list goes on and on and on. I'm just saying as a team, as a team, I don't trust them because I mean, they give take, up big leads. If you take if you take like the winning teams, right, and you say, who's the quarterback's like who's the next best player to the quarterback who's like a skill position? Let's just take Take the Titans one. Is Derrick Henry yeah. better than Mark Andrews? Yeah. Okay. Is Saquon Barkley better than Mark Andrews? Yes. Travis Kelsey? Yes. AJ Brown? Yes. This this is my point. It's yeah. It's almost like, dang, Mark Andrews is good, no doubt. He's an elite tight end. But he's not the difference maker the other guys are. And that's where it just shows week in and week out that there's no difference makers. And J.K. Dobbins is hurt. Gus Edwards isn't the same. And they blow games, Max. This uh, I mean, games. last week, last week it's it's deja vu. This has happened to him. They give up these huge leads in the fourth quarter in the most like dramatic kind of way. That's why I don't trust them. I love what Lamar Jackson's doing. I just feel like, man, his team sometimes just they Let's deflate. They and they deflate as an offense, and it's and it's warranted because they don't have any like playmakers. It's like, okay, shut down Lamar. Who's gonna make a play right here? Who's gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna end the game right here with this first down because there's nothing you can do. And I don't think they have that. And then on defense, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of new pieces, young guys. They're all they're not all the way jailed. They're not the Baltimore Ravens of old with that defense. So well, well maybe this they're playing the Broncos week. this week. Yeah, so. but maybe that yeah, this might be the week they get it all back on track. 28-14. Denver, if you got any hope of bring if Nathaniel Haggard has any hope, he better just find some fire and go six and zero these last six weeks and score some fucking points. It's a joke. Yeah. All right. Deshaun Watson coming back this week, week 13 comeback. What a homecoming, the, too. <laughs> hasn't played in and, two years. The four and seven Cleveland Browns going to Houston. Betting info for this one. Cleveland is seven-point favorites. Uh, as expected, 47 points, the over-under. Injuries for the Browns. Greg Newsome, questionable, and Ethan. I always get this freaking name wrong, dude. Ethan uh, is out with a knee. Let's do Ethan, it. Ethan, there you go. Ethan out with a knee. Uh, injuries for the Houston Texans. Derek Stingley, he is questionable. Rex Burkhead and Christian Harris are also questionable. Look, um, just talk about I think the one thing anyone wants to talk about. Don't say nothing about the game. Just talk about one guy. <laughs> Come on. We haven't talked about him all year. It's time. Okay. I don't know what to expect. I don't think it's going to be fireworks. I don't think it's going to be touchdowns <laughs> all over the place. Fireworks is the craziest thing it could be. Maybe I I I, right? I think this game it's going to be really boring. There's not going to be any like big touchdowns involved. Well, that's what I'm it's saying. Like, be... would you not be just utterly shocked if Cleveland came out and Deshaun's just firing the ball everywhere to everyone and just going yeah, 50 I would points. be shocked. I would jaw drop. That would make me I, rethink everything I know about the NFL almost. Like, this guy hasn't played quarterback in two freaking years. 
And yeah. oh, don't get me wrong, the pre like preseason was bad. So why would the regular season and it I get it's Houston, it's the worst team in the league, but it's just a different speed one. It's just everything's different. He don't even know the receivers that well. He'd never thrown a ball really to Amari Cooper. I think he played in the preseason though, so he has some saying, it's type. It's different though. Like, it's different. Bad, I know. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go with the with the Browns because the Texans are so bad. Not by much. Seventeen to ten, going with Watson and yeah. the Browns. Twenty to nineteen. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Seahawks traveling to L.A. Three and eight Rams. Uh, my had the Rams have fallen down, dude. Uh, seven and a half point favorite Seattle, 41 and a half points is the over under injuries on the Seahawks side. Daryl Johnson, he's out on IR. Ryan Neal, he's questionable. Injuries on the Rams side. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Allen Robinson, and Aaron Donald. All those guys are hurt. Um, they're all gonna be, if not on IR, questionable for this one. I don't think they're gonna play. I'm gonna Donald's go with out. the Seahawks straight up, um, yeah. thirty-one to seventeen, dude. I I have no faith in the Rams. The Rams, I find it funny. Where the hell are your are are your fans now? They're struggling to sell tickets in LA right now because no one wants to go to these games. No one cares about the Rams. You guys just won the Super Bowl and no one cares. I've been freaking screaming it for like five years now, and finally we're seeing it. That stadium's going to be empty. And if it's not going to be empty, it's going to be full of Seahawks fans. That's 100%. The 12s are coming out a bunch of 17-10. I just don't think Seattle, there's still some good players on the Rams. They're well coached. So I think it might be a little bit of a struggle. But Seattle, what a game to like kind of get back on track. Good week for them. Exactly. All right, so here we go, Max. I know it took forever to get here. But, man, these next two games, maybe three. Yeah, next three games. Are going to be really good. Marquee game of the week. Miami Dolphins 8-3 and three against the San Francisco 49ers 7-4. and four. The teacher meets the... The master. What, the, well, did no, you know Mike McDaniel used to be on the staff of the 49ers? <laughs> Chris Collins would be like, now, wow, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike McDaniel. Just got to love this guy. <laughs> Take it. Oh, buddy. Kyle Shanahan. I do love myself some Mike McDaniels, man. He is funny as hell. Oh, um, yeah. San Francisco, minus four. Kind of shocking. I don't think they believe the Tua hype. Vegas really loves San Francisco. Over under is 46 and a half points. Injuries on the Dolphin side. Teron Armstead, he's out. Tariq, Tyreek Hill, cramps, he's questionable. Austin Jackson, ankle, he is questionable. Uh, 49er side, Elijah Mitchell just got news. He is out for the year, most likely with a knee injury. Eric Armstead, he has a foot injury. He's questionable. And Spence Brutford, he has an ankle injury. He is questionable. Uh, look, man, where the hell do we start? It's going to be a mirror image, I think. Both teams play super similar. Uh, the one thing. The one the one big difference is that the Niners defense is better than the Dolphins defense. Because I think they're as all, of late. The Niners yeah, are they've been lights out. I think what the last five games they haven't gave up points in the second half. Uh that's incredible right there. But um where do you see this game going, Max? You've said it right when you said it's a mirror image, because we have two guys we've always talked about that. Tua can be Jimmy G on steroids. Jimmy G, who's playing pretty well, even though he threw a pick that got wiped away. I think this game's going to come down to one is which quarterback is going to make the mistake. Is it going to be Tua gets hit, strip sack, fumble? It's going to be Jimmy G gets picked by Xavier Howard. Because look, Debo's going to make plays. Tyreek Hill's going to make plays. Jalen Waddle's going to make plays. It'll be a Kittle moment here there. McCaffrey. Uh, the Elijah Mitchell thing one really sucks for the Niners. You know, yeah. he he kind of brought that physical running game that McCaffrey's not capable of really bringing, of just being a smaller guy. So that hurts them. But it's really going to be a battle of just which defense can make that play, I feel like, because there's going to be offensive, like just special plays, right? Guys are going to be open. They're going to gash them and stuff. 
just a question of who can kind of withstand it. As I pull out my fucking headphones, sorry yeah. about that. No, and um, I bring up the Mike Shan- uh, Kyle Shanahan, excuse me, Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel's thing because there's always this thing with Kyle Shanahan where all of his assistants are all over the place. Or should I say Mike Shanahan, his dad's assistants all over the place because Kyle Shanahan was one of them. But you got the LaFleur, you got the McVay, McDaniels, and Shanahan. Those four guys are like tied to each other. And it seems like every time Shanahan plays one of them, he beats them straight up. With the exception of the NFC Championship last year against McVay, he has kicked ass against LaFleur against the Rams like he he comes out and he tries to prove a point like he tries to embarrass you like a couple years back like Jimmy G threw the ball like what six times in the NFC championship against the Packers played he great absolutely... though one <laughs> but he he destroyed Michael LaFleur he absolutely destroyed him so I think this game is going to mean a lot more to Shanahan than it does to Mike McDaniels and he's going to know that but I just think the Dolphins got something cooking, dude. And I don't trust, I don't trust Chardavius Ward, uh, the corner for the uh, Niners. He's good, I, but I don't trust he, him like as an elite guy. He's just good. Uh, yeah, I I don't trust them against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I think they're gonna run free. I think they're gonna make huge plays on this Niner defense because they love to play like that, suffocating up in your face press man-to-man type of defense i don't think that's gonna bode well for the for the uh niners in this one against a team like the dolphins so yeah those aren't the guys those aren't the guys you yeah. want to get up in their face because if you get up in their <laughs> exactly face, they could be gone in a hurry one i'm curious i know who you picked but what was the decide tell me the deciding factor of what caused it's, you to pick the dolphins it's tyree kill it's tyree kill and jalen waddle I, I just think they're going to hit the home run balls more often than the Niners. And I like Tua's chances against Jimmy Garoppolo. Like we said it last week, I think he's playing a little bit better than this. But Jimmy G on steroids. Like I trust Tua more. I think he's more accurate than Jimmy. He has a bigger arm than Jimmy. Like just all across the board. and. One thing that that scares me, the only thing is the Kyle Shanahan factor. Like, just Kyle Shanahan, just like little brother. Like, won't you step aside? I, I know what you're doing here. You're you're not going to do it. You're not me. Like, kind of. Yeah, you're not me. Like, stop. I think the best part about this game to me is just it's a test for Tua. And if I knew Tua was battle-tested because – whether you want to admit it or not, different teams I know they were what ten and six with Flores that one year, nine and six, nine and five, or ten and five. They needed to win to get into the playoffs, and Buffalo destroyed them, fifty burgered them. So this is his first true test since then, and I'm staking the Niners twenty seven twenty four. But this game will be good. It'll be probably the game of the week. Ten out of ten on the watch factor for Max. Yeah, ten out of ten. Thirty one to thirty, close one, Miami. Dolphins. Why couldn't this be Sunday night football? For real, though. I think they they flex the Dolphins next week against Yeah, why should they flex them? Yeah, like Chargers versus Dolphins. Yeah, I want to see that, too. I think Tua's getting these tests right now, and I like it. I like it a lot. A little bit of a head coaching uh, interview for D'Amico Ryans. I think absolutely. Yeah, because if he gets fucked up again, Max, I think his chances of a head coach are going to drop drastically because I know it was the Chiefs, but he got absolutely embarrassed by Andy Reid. You know, um, that defense did not look something to look at, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, Chiefs going back to Cincinnati, rematch of two games last last year. We had the the was this the no we, AFC it was like week 12 one or something and it was the afc championship but jamar destroyed them in the regular season yeah and the chiefs fell and, asleep the second half and had a big game in the playoff game yeah. but um of course they came back to beat the chiefs in that one uh kansas city are two and a half point favorites over under is 52 and a half points 
injuries on the Chiefs side. Juan Thornhill, questionable. John Thune, he Joe is questionable. Thune. Joe Thune, excuse me. And McCole Hardman with an ab injury, he is on IR. Um, Bengals, Jamar Chase, this is big. Looking like he's going to come back. They say he's going to come back. I think he got upgraded to questionable just a little uh, couple well, he was hours questionable ago. last week and practicing, and then they sat him out. So I would think so on, and no Joe Mixon on the injury report. So that's probably a good sign. But yeah. I got P. Ryan is playing really good. Exactly. Uh, what do you think about this game? It's, you know, we always talk about Allen, Mahomes, Mahomes, and Allen, but my, Allen, I mean, excuse me, Mahomes and Burrow has been just as good, if not a little bit. I mean, just as good. There's no, there's no a little bit better. It's just been, it's been just as good. Joe Burrow, I think if he wins again, we're just going to be like, oh, it's, it's Allen, Mahomes and Burrow. And I'll be the only guy saying and throwing Herbert to that shit. No one will listen to me because everyone hates the chargers, (laughs) but you know what? Both teams are playing really well. The chiefs have just been a machine. And they just and the Bengals just beat the Titans in a really big game for them, and they need this game. I I feel like not not you in particular, Max. I know you give Burrow its his respects and you throw him into the the elite tier, but I I feel like Herbert gets more love than Joe Burrow. I agree, and I I agree too. And it's kind of weird, even though Burrow's been to the Super Bowl, <laughs> exactly, yeah, right. which is crazy. But um, I, I get it. I get it. People love Herbert. But um, if if he winds up outdueling Patrick Mahomes, because I think that's what this game is going to come down to, uh, it's going to be fantastic for Joe Burrow. And he's going to need Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is the X factor in this one. He's the X factor for them all the time. And he's killed them in both games. He's had big touchdowns in them. The first game, I mean, they learned about Jamar Chase. He had an enormous game. I think he had like over 200 yards receiving in that one. Yeah, he broke off crazy. two big touchdowns where he outrun like everyone on the Chiefs. Yeah. So they got to watch out for that guy if he does play. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs respond because the Chiefs are kind of rolling in, you know, kind of, kind of like uh, we have our division locked. We're kind of got home field locked in the AFC. Like, are they going to be able to get up for this game? And I hope so, because the Bengals are no joke, and you don't want to lose to the Bengals here. I don't think this is a morale type of thing. Like, if you get beat three times in the last, what, you can say in the last six months, you got beat by the Bengals? That can't happen. You got to beat them right here. No, I 100% agree. It's kind of like a moral, like, little leap you have to get over, you know? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. The one thing that scares me is Zach Taylor. See how he plays, uh, play calls this one. Uh, let's see if they get Joe Mixon involved or Samaji P. Ryan, like you said. But um, I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. I'm going with Joe Burrow. Uh, just something about Joe Cool, man. He He just finds a way. And you feel like he's going to win the game in the fourth quarter, and they're down. You just have that feeling. There's no one cooler than Patrick Mahomes. One. There ain't nobody cooler than Pat. Coolest. I'm going with Pat. 37-31. Big. There'll be a lot of scoring in this one. I'd be pretty shocked if it was a blowout for either team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10. Next game will be a 9 out of 10. Say that. Uh. I think this was gonna be a ten out of ten, just because it's it's. I think it's gonna be crazy, dude. Like this is this has been crazy for the past couple of years. It's always been a close game, Chargers and Raiders, man. Six and five against four and seven. Um, big swing game, honestly, uh, for the AFC playoffs. Not for the Raiders side. Uh, I th- I just think for the Chargers side, they need to win this game. And uh, Chargers are two-point favorites in this one. I think it should be a pick them. Uh, 50 and a half points is the over-under. Injuries on the Chargers side. Mike Williams, he re-aggravated that ankle last week. He is questionable. Corey Lindsley and Nazir Adderley, he, they are both questionable. Injuries on the Raiders side. Darren Waller, of course, he's going to be questionable. Josh Jacobs, questionable with that calf injury. And Anthony Averett, who just this morning... 
officially went on IR with that toe injury. I would bet Jacobs plays though one. I felt like yeah, that was kind of weird. So he he was late on the injury report last week on Friday. And he wanted up playing, so I think uh, it's yeah, just had a, a decent game too with the calf. Yeah, you know, just a little cool three hundred plus yards from scrimmage, but not yeah. much. Casually. So um, here we are again, Max. We're week uh, late in the year. You know, I know the Chargers have been having injuries, but here we are again with them as the worst, one of the worst run defenses in the league. And they're playing one of the best rushing teams <laughs> in Josh Jacobs. So I just think that's a recipe for disaster. Now, look, the Raiders defense is fucking dog shit. They're not as good. They're they're not too good themselves. So, of course, Herbert's going to put up points. But I feel like the Raiders can be in a dogfight, like go back and forth with this team, especially when they can get the run game going. What happened last time these teams played, Max? The almost they, the tie that should have been. No, 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 no. They could have run the ball. They passed they passed the ball every goddamn down. Carr threw three picks. Khalil Mack went off. They were rushing the passer with ease. You don't, don't think, think Khalil Mack will go off again? He could. He could. But with that run game going, it's going to be hard. And they better get prepared for, for Josh Jacobs, man. If the, Chargers, if the Chargers can make a point here and stop the run, stop Josh Jacobs, one of the top rushers in the league, it's going to be a great sign. It's going to be a great momentum shift for this locker room and especially for this defense. This is a week where you got to prove a point. Be like, you know what? We just stopped one of the best rushers in the league in Josh Jacobs. Like, we can I agree. win a playoff. I agree. And, and I think it's a very tall task. I don't know if the Chargers are going to be able to do it. But, one, you know me. At the end of the day, I got to pick against the Chargers. I got to give you some hope in this shit. I'm picking the Chargers 28-26. You know Justin Herbert loves killing them some Raiders. Like, let's be real, man. He should have beat y'all last year. And they just Chargers just chargered it up. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't. I don't think he was supposed to beat Only us. Only a twenty-one year. play drive, going backwards, going forwards. They were down by sixteen. It was the greatest thing in the world. We were up sixteen points, man. We we should have we should have closed them out or fifteen point, whatever it was. But he kept on getting fourth down, fucking miracles. Uh, yeah, uh, Justin Herbert's always going to play a factor in this one, but the Chargers love the Charger Max. Does that scare you at all? Absolutely. <laughs> Hundred percent. So, what's the over under? Uh, the Charger what moments. No, what quarter is it? What quarter are the Chargers going to go for it on fourth down? First quarter, second. You said second quarter. Second. So, on, I see, like on like the forty-five yard line on your side, and fucking fourth and five. Say so we got to go for it. We can't take three. Come well, he on. went for it on what? Their his own thirty-three last last yeah, year for no reason. <laughs> But um, that one's going to be a fun one, dude. The uh, Sunday night games. game and the Monday night games are not games I really am looking forward to. I don't know about you. Yeah, not really. Uh, scale out of 1 to 10, this is probably like a 3 for me. Dallas Cowboys going against the Indianapolis Colts. Gosh, I am so tired of hearing about Jeff Saturday. It seems like the past couple of weeks that's all we've been hearing because um, they're on prime time. I'm going with the Cowboys, dude. Uh I think the the Colts are an absolute fucking mess, man. Yes, they looked good against the the Raiders, but I think at that time the Raiders were just a bigger mess themselves. Their quarterback was crying. The locker room was dividing. It was bad. Cowboys are more superior. Great defense. They're going to be able to stop JT, which is all they got. Cowboys 30, Colts 13. Absolutely agree. I I would be genuinely shocked if the Colts won this freaking game. Yeah, and I, I got Matt Ryan throwing multiple picks in this one. Matt Ryan's gonna die a few times in this game. <laughs> and, you know, let's let's get to this last game. Let's talk about the best quarterback in the fucking league still, Tom Brady. Let's talk about this elite guy. Let's talk about him, Juan. Please. Let's talk about him. The GOAT, three and a half point favorites, 40 points is the over-under. Injuries on the Saints side. Eric McCoy on IR. Marcus Davenport, Marshawn Lattimore, Peyton Turner, all questionable. Buck side of injuries. Shaquille Barrett, 
He is on IR. Leonard Fournette, Sean Murphy Bunting Jr. He's questionable. And Antoine Winfield is also questionable. Uh, look, man. Do the Saints get it done against the Bucks? Like if the, the Saints are playing the Bucks are so crappy, but the Saints are just as bad, if not worse. No, I can't go with it. But you know what, Juan? If this was any other quarterback not named Tom Brady, we'd be crucifying him saying he can't get it fucking done. So I don't want to be that guy, but you know, step your shit up, Tom. <laughs> step your shit up, buddy. Elevate him like you always have. When the team's good, everyone else is good around them, they're good. But now when they're a little bad, he can't get them over them. That win- that loss to Cleveland is unexcus- inexcusable. Unbelievable. He's old. Get so what, he's, he's, old. he's number five. Best qu- he's better than <laughs> Herbert last year, everyone says. He loves the league of fucking passing. He's old. He's going through a divorce. Give him a break. He's fucking finalized. <laughs> he's free. <laughs> I'm still picking um, them to win. Don't get me wrong. It's the fucking I hope so. Saints. I, hope I so. want the Saints to lose every game. Okay, f- fuck the Bucks, man. Let's let's talk about Dennis Allen. Okay. What the yeah, hell? Can you just leave your Raiders shit at the door when you come to do the show? Why the hell did we think that Dennis Allen was going to be good with the goddamn Saints? Because it has been horrible. And like I said in the beginning of the year, remember when I said with the whole Matt Schaub and Derek Carr situation when he was coaching the Raiders? Mm-hmm. I was just so stupid how he was handling it. Here we come again. Why isn't Jameis Winston playing? Why know, is Andy like, Dalton may, playing? Guys, just try it at this point, right? Jeez, like, is he hurt? Like, he's not hurt. Does like, the like Jameis turn bad and he's blind again? I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. I'd rather go down with Jameis Winston than fucking Andy Dalton. I am sorry, dude. I can't do it. I can't take another week of Andy Dalton. No, I, I can't either. You know, it's it's bad. The Bucks are going to win 26-16. I'm surprised you have it that close. I think that's just because you have some, like, old like stuff in your heart. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think because the defense has some pride against the, the Bucks in particular. Oh, they were fighting their ass off last week. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Lattimore plays and we get a fight with him and Mike Evans. Because oh you know Mike God. Evans is going to get a flag thrown on him this game. Uh, always. We both get ejected for something crazy. <laughs> One, who, who's your lock of the week? Because this week there's it's a lot of good games. But I wonder, is it It was tough. It was tough. Uh, is it Houston for you? No, I got Seattle. I think the Rams are toast, <laughs> my guy. Toast my ghost. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, man, against the Colts. Hopefully the Cowboys don't fuck me, man. This is a game that Cowboys low-key can lose. But uh, I doubt it, man. I, I hope not. We've been doing pretty good with our soul pick of the week. We've been Wait, going yeah. against Houston. It was, rough, it was a rough, like, eight weeks. Yeah. we've been. It's because it, we officially know that Houston's bad. So I, I swear, I picked against them, like, four weeks in a row. This week I'm staying off just because of the weirdness of it with Deshaun Watson coming back. So we'll see. Play hard against your old team, Houston. Before or play hard before against your old go, player. Can I hit like two things I want to talk about real quick? Let's do it. Did you see what Patrick Peterson said about Kyler Murray about like an hour ago? Yes. And do you think that's a little weird for him to they're say They're on a bye like, week, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Kyler Murray's like, you're supposed to be my mentor. Don't kick a man when he's down. But like people are saying it. People are saying it about Russell Wilson. They're saying about Kyler Murray that they're selfish and don't really care. And I totally buy it. Totally buy it. Uh, I I, I kind of think like Patrick Peterson was like a dirtbag, like doing that shit. The fact bit. that like he did it on like his podcast, like you know, to get it to grow. Like hey, I man, get it. Gotta, yeah, I know I the game. It. We know the you game. Know. I, don't, don't hate the player. Don't get me wrong, guys. Game. I definitely talk shit about one for some views. I mean, <laughs> I would definitely call one selfish if you asked me to. I'm not saying he but, is. I'm just saying. But, um, yeah. Do I think Murray's a bad leader? Yes. But a guy from a former locker room, and you say that. It's a little and bit of, like, betray the trust. Unless, yeah. Like, you must really and you have say a problem that, with Kyler. And you say it, like, in a in a space that's, like, controlled by you yeah. it's fucked up man it wasn't like it's in the heat up. of the game where he said this shit or in the post exactly game. or like, like his... i definitely thought about saying this shit right or like his words got you know misplaced Mis- with the media yeah. and you know all the quote shit but you know I, I, kyler's gonna kyler man like cod it is baby cod, cod murray is 
Cod Murray, man, for the fucking dub. Uh, you like Kyler Cod or Cod Murray? Cod Murray. I think that one rolls off the tongue a little bit better. <laughs> so last thing one for me is you enjoying the world cup at all team usa advancing <clears throat> team usa advancing mexico officially out didn't get to get a goal in today poland and argentina won that group but uh it was tough man it was tough a uh, little bit inside of me was going for mexico i seen them fucking uh get like offside calls when they did score a goal i was just like man that shit sucks but um, yeah, finally, we're in the sweet 16 of it. I think this is where things start getting very, very good. Um, I'm probably going to be pulling for not USA. And I, I never the really great for USA. Ronaldo. Probably Pol- Poland. We're going to walk the Poland. You know, they're a cool story. Uh, I don't know, man. I always go for uh, Brazil just because I've always liked them. But yeah, with name a little bit for Team USA. Yeah, we'll Don't see. let America win a World Cup. We're going to be talking shit to all y'all soccer <laughs> playing country. Don't let America. And then it's going to be big when it comes over here in the USA. Uh, oh, defending know, defending World Cup champs. Yeah, let's uh, go. If we I win, I'll bad. be shocked. I'll be shocked. I, I feel like USA just doesn't do a good job of producing soccer players. Because yeah. all of them are in all other good athletes are playing football. Exactly. Where all the money is. Yeah. But... um. Shout out to the World Cup, man. Hopefully it gets a lot better and we start talking about it a lot more. But I've been enjoying it. Uh, not a fan of the games being early as shit because I do not guitar, catch motion. That, yeah. that guitar shit. Exactly. But uh, I think that's going to do it, guys. We appreciate you guys rocking with us for this week's weekly pickums for week 13. Um, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Comment down below, whatever you guys want. Um what else we will be back sunday night maybe live so catch us live on sunday night if not we will indeed have an episode for you guys monday morning first thing all right uh we'll catch you guys next time all right peace